0: Hey, I'm Brother Matt. And I'm Damian Torres-Botello, and welcome to Along the Way.
1: We are in the second Sunday of Advent. We're halfway there, Damian.
0: Halfway there. We are halfway there.
1: Halfway along the way.
0: It goes by so quickly.
1: It does. It does. Uh, I always feel that way with Lent. You're like, oh, man, <laughs> it's like Holy Week. Um, <laughs> and I gave up nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or I did really well for eight days. <laughs> so, But if you're tuning in today, that means you're keeping with your commitment of praying with us along the way uh, to Christmas. So thanks for joining us. Damien, today I want to talk about feelings. Mm. I want to talk about hard feelings and saying hard things in prayer. Have you ever been angry or sad at God?
0: Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. And I will say, I'll give an example, I think. Um, not I think, I know. Um, yeah, so this this is the sixth anniversary of the passing of my mother. My mother died six years ago um, on December 6th, and um, that was the time. And I would say that I was probably the most sad and most angry at God. And I think it's because of that, that I could not, I don't know what, what everybody listening. I wonder, I don't know how you feel about feelings when it comes to God, but I think that the majority of the time for me, I always feel like I have to be in some kind of posture and not the kind of posture that Matt was speaking about last week, but a kind of like, like, uh, like, you know, the crown from Netflix, like that kind of posture. Like I have to, be, I have to like be... A lot of bowing and curtsying. Yes, a lot of bowing and curtsying. Like after I kiss my mother, I have to then like bow. Like that's kind of what I felt feel like sometimes yeah. in my relationship with God, which is, I don't know where that comes from. I'm sure I can analyze that. And that'll, something real will come out of that analyzation. But that's how I how I am sometimes. But in that moment... I had no other choice but to be raw because there was, I had no other way of being able to filter whatever it is I do to filter myself with God. I had no other choice but to be raw and real and be sad and be angry and just be completely forthright with how I am with God in my prayer at that time.
1: I think that's so helpful, Damien, because like you said, there's this, I don't know where we get it from, but. I think Americans especially feel like we can't be angry and honest with God. Like we all have to only be positive. Like, like God is, you know, Santa Claus and is keeping a list of everything you do right and wrong. And it's really, that's really unhelpful to build a relationship. Like last week we were talking about talking to God as your friend. Well, anyone who's ever been angry at a friend, (laughs) if you don't tell them, it only gets worse. Like, and then you explode and then it's over. Uh, but I think it's important to deconstruct like what you said, whatever some of those things are that we have. And I have had similar feelings before too, where, oh, I can't feel that. Right. I'll think about that after I'm praying as if God doesn't know what I'm thinking and feeling God who made me in my mother's womb, as Psalm 139 says, he knows everything about me. Yes. But somehow like, oh, I can't bring that up. That, that would, that would upset God. And it's like, what, <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a flawed theology that I definitely had operated out of for a
0: really long time. Um, but it's such a, such a habit, right? To like place human characteristics onto God. It's natural and it's not a fault, It's not nothing bad, but it's what we do.
1: That's right. That's right. Or I should, or the shoulds, I should be more grateful. I shouldn't be angry. I should, uh, you know, Jim Martin has this great quote. Some Jesuit told him like, don't should your pants, you know, like. <laughs> Don't, yeah. don't that's totally unhelpful. Yeah. Um, so thanks for sharing that story about about your mom, because I think that's uh, as we continue to grow in this prayerful relationship, growing in a relationship means sometimes being angry and Absolutely. and and trusting that your anger won't tip over the cart. like that's right. if you ever have a fight with a really good friend and then you resolve it or your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, someone close to you. It's it's the coming back together that's actually really beautiful. It builds the relationship through that honesty.
0: Yeah, and that intimacy I think only can be can happen. That intimacy can only happen if we are honest and authentic, which includes the the ugly and the messy and the distorted and the inarticulate parts of ourselves. Because in getting to know somebody, in my allowing myself for Matt to get to know me, I get to know myself as well. And I get to see, oh my gosh, that's, I don't like myself when I'm that way. And Matt just pointed that out to me and he articulated it for me, even though somewhere I had a felt sense of that. And so then I grow, I also grow. Not only does the relationship grow, but I do as well. And that's, I think that's how that intimacy is created. It just doesn't happen in a bubble and it definitely doesn't happen overnight for sure. That's
1: right. And I have found in prayer, some of my m- most authentic prayers are like, I'm really sad mm. and just saying it out loud or thank you. You know, like uh, it can be a positive, simple feeling too, but saying the thing that feels strongest, is like, I'm so disappointed. And that, like th- just that release, that act of saying that is, mm. is really, like you said, really beautiful for yourself to hear it. And as an extrovert, I sometimes need to say it to really know that that's how I feel. What's, uh, what's, what are in the, what's in the gospel this Sunday?
0: Our gospel for the second Sunday of Advent comes from Mark. Last week, our gospel also came from Mark. And last week, Mark had Jesus telling us to be watchful and are waiting. This week, it is John the Baptist telling us to repent as we wait. It's all part of being watchful. These gospels are helping us along the way, right? What do we do during this time of Advent? Well, we watch. And now we repent, or to put it another way, we turn, we reorient ourselves towards God. And in this gospel, there are three moves that Mark makes, which models for us how to turn, how to reorient ourselves. First, we look back. Where have we been? Where did we come from? And in our gospel, there is a looking back into the Old Testament. It says a cry, a voice crying out from the wilderness, which at present in the gospel is John the Baptist. And it is the present that is the second movement. Who are we right now? What is in front of us? And our gospel places before us John the Baptist, telling us to repent, to prepare, to be ready. Then, in light of our past and our present, we look forward. What is ahead of us? What do we desire? What are we waiting for? And for Mark, in this gospel's final move, we are looking forward to Jesus. Jesus is coming, and Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So this repenting, this reorienting ourselves to God, how do we begin doing that? In light of Advent, we are invited to look at our image of God, right? If I am going to reorient myself to God, then who is this God that I'm turning to? Oftentimes, our feelings can point to an image of God that has not matured with our own maturing. I am 42 years old, and my eight-year-old image of God, an old man with an old white beard resting on a white cloud, no longer works. So who is God to me now? Who was God to us now? And how is God interacting with us as who we are today? not who we were or even who we want to become, but right now, in this moment? Today. And our feelings, the fullness and rawness and realness of who we are is what we share with our friend God, which includes our past and our hopes and our present.
1: Amen. I think that I like how you brought that up, that um John the Baptist is the, the preeminent pointer to Jesus. He knows who he is, and he knows who he is in relation to Jesus. He doesn't think that he's the man. He's like, No, no, I'm doing my thing. The man's coming, (laughs) like he's not trying to pretend to be someone else. So let's take a moment and pray uh, with Damien's beautiful reflection on being with God right now. Take a deep breath in. Let it out slowly. the God who created you in your mother's womb, God who created the universe, God who loves us is with us right now. St. Ignatius implores us to start our prayer with the grace we're looking for. And I think today, let's take a moment and ask for the grace to be totally honest with God, knowing that God can take it. The second Sunday of Advent, where are you finding joy? Are there any hurts or disappointments you want to heir to God? trusting that God loves us no matter what. Take a deep breath in and let it out. Join us again on Wednesday as we check back in to see how Advent's going and be sure and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: And we'd like to thank Eric Clayton and Mike Jordan-Lasky for their help producing along the way.
1: Special thanks to our friend Padre Gotuma at On Being for suggesting the name, Along the Way, which comes from St. Mark's Gospel, when Jesus asked them what they were discussing along the way.
0: And remember, God loved you first.
1: Let's go forth today and live our lives as a response to that love.